Hi, welcome. Thank you for joining the Wellness Trinity podcast. I am Dr. Jacqueline, naturopathic doctor and owner of the Wellness Trinity, where we provide natural solutions for modern day wellness. Just a little disclaimer before we get started. What we discuss in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. What you do with the information is to be used at your discretion as the recommendations are not intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any diseases. So today I'm really excited. I have a special guest. Her name is Beverly Zymet, and if I pronounce her last name wrong, she's going to have to correct me. (laughs) (laughs) And she is an identity revelation specialist. She is a three-time Amazon publisher, um, author, international speaker, and retreat facilitator. She specializes in helping one find their true identity and purpose in life, clearing emotional blocks that hinder one from being all that they can be. She has developed a simple uh, she has developed simple techniques for clearing issues without the need of a tissue. She believes that it is not necessary to relive or re-experience an event where emotions of hurt were felt. All that is needed is to eliminate the trauma and proceed with life in a healthier manner. So, Beverly, welcome to the show. Hey, thank you for having me, Dr. Jacqueline. This is, it's a real honor to be here. Thank you. Yeah. um, So, you know, I met you at a networking event here in Las Vegas and we really clicked because we both are in this field and you, um, I even asked you to, to, um, you know, you're very intuitive. That's what really drew me to you too. And so, um, yeah, I think any of you listeners that like people that have intuition and can kind of see into what is going on in your life, then, you know, Beverly is someone that you definitely want to talk to. So, you know, on that note, we're going to talk about essential oils and, you know, really just going from victim to empowerment with them. So why don't you share a little bit of your story about how you ended up getting into this field? Oh, gosh. Well, a long time ago in 1974, I was 25 years old. I was a mother of three, living in a dead-end marriage, not living the life of my dreams. Um, I had so much anger, and I had reached the point of explosion, and I felt I had no purpose. And back then, you know, there really wasn't anyone to talk about. There was no self-help book. In 74, it it was nothing. And, um, you know, I, I felt so isolated from everything that I really anticipated checking off the planets. So... Um, but when, when I put that into seriousness, I started hearing, you know, this, this voice speaking to me saying, who's going to be here to take care of your children. If you're not, that was a reality slap for me. It's like, oh yeah, well, they're all on the age of five. So that means I have to be around for a long time. Right. So it's like, okay, then something has to change because I'm not going to live this miserable life of not, not fulfilling what my passion and dreams were because that's not where I was. So I started listening and paying attention to the hows that were coming, you know, through the energy fields and stuff like that. So I started talking to, to God, shall we say, right. Um, in, and I started listening. That was more important. I expressed and got rid of the anger. And that's when things started really shifting because I knew I had the power in me. And that's why on my book, it says mind over matter, Right. And so it was getting that mind-heart connection. Five years later, I found myself a single mother living in Denver in a, in a six-figure income business that I built. 
and living the life of my dreams, right? So all of these things that created that miserable victim life, right? I moved out to living that life of empowerment. Mm. And so that was kind of my passion as, as the time went on is really noticing and recognizing in others. And you talk about that intuitiveness. So being able to see that in others because I experienced it in myself also helped to open up different doors. And so that's my passion today is really helping people understand that the victim is not a place they have to stay. Mm-hmm. How you find your true identity and not the identity that you created out of, I want people to like me. I want people to accept me. I want to fit in. So you're being someone that you're really not, but getting into truth, the identity of who you are and then being an expression of that. And that really puts you back in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. So where yeah. you can really feel empowered and move forward. And there's different avenues that you can do. E- essential oils, you had mentioned that earlier. Essential oils is a way to do that mm-hmm. because yeah. um, different different blends that you can make or different oils that you use trigger emotions, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we start with the basics since you're the expert at essential oils. You wrote a book and it was <laughs> yes. a book, right? Yeah. Um, so what about, why don't you tell us how do you find a good quality and a brand? Well, I guess I don't know if brands are the best things to talk about now, but <laughs> if you would like to go ahead. Okay. Well, as you know, there's a lot of different brands out there. Does one make it better than the other? And not really. The essential oil itself has memory, right? And there's only so many producers out there in the world. You know, there's only so many fields of these oils and the distillers. So everyone basically gets their oils from the same place. So the quality of oil is really good. The difference in the pricing, so if you see something sitting on the shelf for $9, and then you, have, you go over here and somebody is selling that same oil for $30, you know, well, what's the difference? What makes one better than the other? It's not the price. What happens is, is when, when you have something sitting on, on, a, on a shelf, that oil already has been cut with like a, a carrier oil because you're having a concentrated oil over here and that concentration can also be dangerous. And these are the, ca- the cautions and contraindications of oils that a lot of people don't understand. When you use a bottle that's concentrated and you put it on your skin, you're actually creating a burning sensation to the derma. You might not feel it unless you're really, really sensitive, but it can create that damage. And that's why you need to use a carrier oil. Well, when you're selling to the public that really doesn't understand it and all they're looking is, oh, if they open it, it smells good. doesn't matter if it's called perfume, cologne, or essential oils. If it smells good, they want to wear it. So it's that safety factor. So this $9 bottle of, say, lavender and this $30 bottle of lavender, the difference is this one has already been marketed as being safe. So it doesn't matter who uses it. They're not going to have any kind of reaction, right? Mm. Unless there's something in there that they're really allergic to, which can be from anything, including food, you know what I'm saying? So it's a safety factor when you're seeing them just sitting on the shelf. Um, You also go into different stores, you're going to have them grouped. And a lot of times you'll find essential oils under lock and key. And it's for that simple reason. They don't want people walking off and putting it in their pocket, but at the same time, they don't want people using them until they know what's going on. So Mm -hmm. if you're asking about an essential oil, then that means you must have some 
information about it. And it, and so the safety factor then is on that person when they purchase. So it, don't, don't hesitate to buy, educate yourself on how mm-hmm. you can really use that oil and be safe with it. Know the contraindications, know the cautions, you know, there's certain oils you don't want to use if you're pregnant. There's certain oils you don't want to use, um, on, on certain, um, age brackets maybe because of that sensation, you know, different um, triggers, you know, like emotions, you know, so, so no. And, and again, the intention of what you're using that oil for. Mm-hmm. And when you know the precautions and the contraindications, then you can safely use them the way you need to. Okay. So you're saying that if the, the oil is cheaper then it's usually already blended with the carrier oil. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So when, when you're getting an inexpensive oil that like frankincense, frankincense, if you get a pure uncut frankincense, it's very expensive. Helichrysum is really expensive. Rose oil is really expensive, right? So how can you, how can you get that in a nine bottle, $9 bottle, right? Cause you got all of these real expensive ones. So, you, so let's just say you might buy a bottle of lavender and it might have 10 drops in there. Mm-hmm. But if you buy a bottle of helichrysum, that's going to cost you $300 for a Wow. Five mil, but it's here for nine dollars, probably has one drop in it. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. That doesn't make it not effective because okay. it's not the amount of drops that are, are in it. It's the intention. And a lot of times you're using an oil straight isn't as impactful as if you break it. So kind of look at it as if you go out and you buy a concentrated soap to wash your car with. Are you going to just pour the soap on your car and start washing it? Mm-hmm. No. You're going to take a capful, put it in a gallon of water, and then wash your car, right? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with essential oils. Why would you take a concentrated essential oil and directly use it versus putting it in a carrier oil to make it work even better? Okay. that make sense? Yeah, yeah, because it, it moves around more. Well, yeah, because now it has, a, it has an opportunity to expand all of its properties, mm-hmm. just like the soap, okay? Because if you pour it on straight and you try to make bubbles and try to make it cut through the dirt, it doesn't. But when you add the water to it, now it expands and it soaps up, it makes suds and it breaks through the dirt and the grease and everything, right? Yeah. Essential oils are the same thing. Their properties open up and now you get the full impact of everything that it was designed for. Yeah. Yeah. And you're mostly using them topically or do you use them other ways too? Um, essential oils were not made to ingest um, because it can be dangerous again when you, when you look at that ingestion property because they do burn. Even if you don't feel the burn, it's happening. Um, the part of the plant that was made for ingestion, we call those herbs. Mm. Uh, we call them mm-hmm. vitamins. Right. We call them minerals. Right. So an essential oil is a topical application. And again, that's knowing the um, contraindications and the precautionary measures and everything that need to be. So they were not designed to be taken internally. So Mm -hmm. those are that. So, you know, and again, how you use this information, as you mentioned earlier, is entirely up to you. But you have to be responsible for whatever the outcome is going to be. Mm-hmm. Right. So what we want to do is here is to help educate people in the correct way. Yeah. So what about um, you? I'm sure you diffuse them as well, too. Right. Oh, and a diffuser is great. 
oh, it's, it's powerful. You can actually take a candle and take, you know, when, when the wax starts melting, you take one drop and put it in that wax, and then you get this aroma, right, which is another way to diffuse. So you don't have to have this expensive diffuser that you have to mix, hmm. right? So there's a lot of ways. Compressing is really, really good. So let's just say you've got something going on 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 your skin, right? Or maybe you have muscle aches and pain. So you can create a blend formulated just for you. This is what's really neat is learning how to blend because you can blend that oil just for you, not for somebody else. So when you buy a blend for pain, shall we say, it doesn't always work to the fullest capacity because it was made for the general public. When you learn how to take those oils and blend them yourself, then you have a personal blend and you put it on that muscle big again because of your intention. And so you put it on as, you know, with the carrier, you put it on that spot, you take a hot compress, you put it over the top and now it drives that oil into the muscle to help reduce the inflammation and allows your body to start its own repair processing. And that's why it's important to have that cut down too. So you're getting all the properties Okay. You know, okay. Yeah. So when you say a compress, are you mean like a warm towel or what do you it, mean? It, a compress is, is it, it's like Vicks. A lot of people I think can associate with Vicks vapor rub, right? You put it on, you put it on yourself because you need to open up the properties and it kind of burns and then it kind of feels cooling. It's a sensation. Eucalyptus is what makes Vicks vapor rub work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so that's a, that's a compress, right? And so you cover it up with your shirt or whatever. Well, with essential oils, when you make that own personal blend and you've got it in your carrier oil, when you, if you were to make one, say for a bronchial, you can put it on your chest area and you can take a very hot washcloth because heat drives, right? Mm -hmm. But you want to make sure you don't burn the skin and then you lay it and you put another heavy dry towel over it so that because heat rises and it goes this way you want to push it back the other direction and then that pushes it into the muscle or into the bronchial tube if you're doing it on the chest to break up the mucus and that's very very impactful that's that you know if you try to take an internal to try to work it's not going to work so much and and it could be dangerous because it could burn your esophagus and everything else so you do this externally by using your carrier oils in a compress you know and that's explained in the book right you know, this is the book. Right. And, and there's a whole chapter on all of that back in here and how to compress, you know, what the precautions are. All of that stuff is in that book. So, it, okay. and it's, it's written very simple so that people can understand it and, and learn how to, how to use it correctly. Okay, cool. So what about um, organic or how do, you, how do you know if there's no toxins in the oils that you're buying? Um, you know, we live in a toxic world, don't we? Right. And... <laughs> You know, unless you really, uh, um, everybody knows what cannabis is, right? Marijuana, mm-hmm. right? You're living in a state, I'm living in a state where it's legal yeah. and there's a lot of states now that's legal. Well, it's in a, you know, when, when you're raising cannabis, it's in a discreet field inside of a building, you know, so the least amount of contamination, it's, it's, it's pretty elite when it comes to growing cannabis, Right. Um, essential oils, not so much. They're out in the open fields. They may be up on a mountain. They might be in a meadow somewhere, but there's always, there's always going to be some kind of toxin flowing right in the air. You can't get away from it. You know, even in a controlled area, there's going to be a certain percentage. So organic means that it's taken the greatest amount of effort 
to prevent any kind of contamination and especially from the ground level, right? Because you don't want, you don't want, um, um, things put into the ground that are going to kill the, the bug that also infects the plant. You don't want pesticides and, and contaminants sprayed on there deliberately, right? Um, you want it into not having, you know, uh, say a lot of, uh, gasoline and car fumes and you know stuff like that that's floating in the air um, so most of your most of your essential oils are growing in a discrete area that avoids a lot of that so when you're saying organic it's as organic as it can be but is it pure right we live in a contaminated world so it's a safe but again again there's a lot of memory in the essential oils, they know what they're supposed to do. And the intention in which you use them triggers what they're supposed to do. Cause you're going to find one oil says it, it can do. So let's just say one oil says you could, you could possibly use it to lower your blood pressure. And then it also says, well, you can increase your blood pressure. Well, wait a minute. If it says it's going to decrease, how can it increase? Mm-hmm. It's the memory. It's the memory of the oil to create balance. Right. So all your oils are going to create balance. So one oil might create happiness, but it also might trigger sadness. Mm. Right. We live in a world of duality of opposites. Mm-hmm. So that kind of takes us into the avenue of can you use essential oils, you know, with emotional things. Right. If, if you're going into a clearing process of any type of energy work. And we'll talk a little bit about that. You know, so if you're going into a massage and a lot of massage therapists do what they use essential oils. Why? Sometimes it might trigger emotions, but it also helps them to relax the muscle that's Mm -hmm. inflamed. Right. But they might trigger something as an emotion when it gets in there. Mm -hmm. And if you have a good relationship with your, with your masseuse, you can say, well, I'm getting triggered by the smell or I'm getting triggered by whatever you're doing in this area, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm starting to feel this way. They can help work that issue out, right? right? So there's so many different avenues that you can use essential oils. Um, if you're going to go into a meditation, right, you can use certain oils that are going to really help the body and the mind to relax so you can get into that state. It's also going to keep you alert and aware so that whatever it is that your intention is that you're meditating on, it's going to help you really hear and expose because, again, it removes some of the, the blocks and some of the things that are helping, you know, that, that might be blocking you from really making this meditation mm-hmm. as powerful as it could be. So when you bring the senses, see, touch, taste, smell into play, and any of the modalities that you're doing, it just enhances them, hmm. right? So just the smell. I mean, you might you might smell something, and then it takes you back to a memory in a childhood. Like, oh yeah, I smell I smell the cooking of a turkey, and it takes me back when I went to my grandma's house when we walked in for for Thanksgiving dinner. We walked in, and oh, all you could smell was the turkey, or all you could smell was the pumpkin pie, or right. So hmm. those are fond memories. You, and, and, and again, you might walk into another area where there was destruction and it smelled like, you know, it smelled like decay. It smelled like death. It smelled like whatever because of something that was rotting. So, mm. so you have, again, you have the duality. 
and the extremes. So essential oils can really trigger a lot of different things when you're using it for the emotional and even when you're not, but it, it, it just, it's just there. So be aware of that. Right. So how do you choose the best one for your, yourself or for a client? Ah, that's probably starting to use some of your intuition and everyone has it. Intuition is not something foo-foo and it's for the mystiques and the psychics and, you know, come on, let's get real. Everyone has that gut feeling. You know what I'm saying? You know, how many times have you said, you know, I shouldn't have done that because I had the feeling I shouldn't have and then I did it and then it kind of bit you in the butt, so to speak, Mm -hmm. right? That's intuition. That's intuition. So you can ask because the oils will tell you. You can muscle test. Are you familiar with muscle testing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so you can do some muscle testing. A real simple way to muscle test is by facing the north and then just asking a question. So you can take your little bottle of oil and put it here on your chest and facing the north. You can say, is this oil good for me today? And if your body sways forward, that's a yes. If it sways backward, not so much. And then, so you take a different one, right? Um, when you when you want to see if this oil is going to work. So let's so say you have a client coming in, and you're going to do some work on them, whether it's emotional, whether it's massage, whether it's Reiki, which is energy healing, whatever it is. Uh, you can you can actually go. I, I broke this book down where you can go in the back where all these different ailments are. Mm-hmm. And you can look up an ailment and there's suggested oils. And then you can go to the, be- to the first part of the book and, you know, go into where all the oils are and it's going to break them down. Right. Okay. So then you'll see what they are and which other oils are, are going to work with them. And it's like, Oh, you know, this, this one really, really resonates because I know what my client is and what, what they're right. looking for. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it takes a little bit of work. Right. And again, when, when you smell it and you can ask your client, you know, does this resonate with you? How does this make you feel when you smell this? Mm-hmm. And it may trigger something and you want to, you want to um, be aware of that, you know, know what that person is responding with and, and ask your client, is it okay if I use, because some people might be offended by it because maybe they're sensitive to, to smell. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it just, it upsets them and they don't like that feeling, yeah. then honor that. So don't assume everybody's going to want the use of essential oils on their body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, and be careful too, when you're walking into a group of people, let's just say you're going to a convention, right? There's so much going on. Be careful with what you wear because sometimes it can offend the person next to you. I mean, how many times have you gone somewhere and sat down by someone and, and it looks like they, it smells like they just took a bath in something that was like, oh man, I can't keep breathing this. And you get up and you move, <laughs> right? right? Yeah. Don't be that person people want to get up and move away <laughs> from, right? So a little dab will do you, right? So, right. Or, just, or just don't use it today and respect people yeah. that might be in that position. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, I like to think normally that those are perfumes and colognes that are toxic, <laughs> that are very offending, but I never really thought about how a, an essential oil, mm-hmm. that's something that's natural could also be offending. But, you know, there's yeah. some lang that people are, <laughs> are yeah. hard time smelling and that could be maybe to one person, it might smell good. And to the next person, it maybe it might start detoxing their body and, and they're not feeling very good as a result. So I could see why you're saying yeah. That. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and exactly. then 
on the note of an intuition, I do the those zyto biofrequency scans. Are you aware of what the zyto is? Um, why don't you explain that a little bit? Okay, so it's like muscle testing with a machine. And oh, okay. It actually links to oils, essential oils, and um, where your frequencies are off, it will it will show what oils match that those frequencies to help balance them out. So again, oh, it's well, that's testing. interesting. Technology yeah, I have to great. do it on you sometime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd like to experience that. That's so you know what I find is that um, when people, some people are drawn to certain oils, you know, back to intuition. Right. And they'll show up on their Zyto scan and they'll tell me, oh yeah, I like, I love that oil. I use it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we do have this innate intelligence and connection to God that we, we can be given the, this, um, that information if we really sit mm-hmm. and, and listen, like you were saying in the beginning is it's, right. a lot of times answers are given to us and, and we're just not listen, listening to it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And that's that opening up to that awareness of it and paying attention. You know, we call those strange encounters as um, coincidences. Oh, that's just a coincidence. Well, Mm -hmm. is it or isn't it? Right. It's what we can relate to. So a lot of times people kind of fear intuition. Intuition is actually can be your best friend. Mm -hmm. You know, so don't don't suppress it. Right. Start to learn how to really use it. Because mm-hmm. it, it can be very impactful and very helpful. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So can you explain a little bit how emotions are related to physical health since we're talking about Oh, it? my gosh. Definitely. Um, let's take anger. How many people experience anger? Oh, man. I, I, I had the trophy. I had the T-shirts. I mean, I had it all. I was an expert anger person, let me tell you. And that was, that was part of what drove me into that depression state to the point of I wanted to check off the planet. So, yeah, and, and anger stores in the liver. Right. Okay. And so it can definitely impact you. So any emotion that you're feeling, whether it's anger, whether it's hate, whether it's um, frustration, whether it's different anxieties and anxiety is like, I can't sleep at night. I have worry, you know, all of these things stay inside the body and they store in different organs. Right. And they store in your cells. So after that, you know, keeping them for years and years and years and years and years is what's going to wear and tear on your body and start breaking it down. So let's, let's talk the nasty C word. Nobody likes to talk about cancer. But you know what? It, it, it's it's the hot t- t- topic of the mm-hmm. of the era, shall we say, right? And all the different forms of it. What actually is cancer? A foreign protein. Okay, that's the science. What about the emotion of cancer? Mm. It's the eating away from the inside out. So you've taken an emotion. And it's been eating away at you so long that it's taking on a life of its own, creating a crazy thing to go on in your body and your cells to follow suit to make it turn into something unhealthy that we've learned to label cancer, arthritis, you know, and all these other different dysfunctions. Mm-hmm. Right? right. They're just right. a terminology. It's like, well, I have this something going on. Tell me what it is. 
Mm-hmm. Well, so we have to come up with a name. Oh, now we come up with a name. We can own it. Right. You don't want to own those things. No. But when you look at the emotion behind it and you start eliminating, you know, what's fueling that, mm-hmm. what fuels that. And, um, that's where energy healing work comes into place where you can start to understand that this is where the, the benefits of essential oils can sometimes trigger those emotions. So when you're working with that clearing and this, why being an identity revelation specialist comes into really helping you to recognize, because you have to recognize there's a problem. If you don't right. recognize it, you're never going to get to the root of it. You're never going to find the exact root because 95% of everything that you're dealing with is somebody else's garbage that attached to yours because it, it was familiar. Right. So only 5% is yours. And out of that 5%, one tenth of 1% is actually the truth. The rest is the distorted story that we put and stored inside our subconscious. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a mess. So do you really have to know why and how you got there? No. Mm-hmm. What you have to do is just recognize I got a problem here and I want it fixed. And so I teach five different simple steps, steps that are called the rah-rah, which is recognize, acknowledge, release, replace, and accept, which then takes you on that journey to eliminate the depth of all that distorted stuff that was mm-hmm. around one emotion, such as anger right. or shame or guilt or judgment or grief. And then you have all that other stuff that piles on with it. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I'm glad you brought up the C word. And it's funny that you called it the C word (laughs) because I literally have been calling it the C word with all my clients too. (laughs) We don't like to talk about that here. (laughs) Uh, We are not medical doctors, so it's the C word for us. (laughs) Um, So on that note, you know, I've been actually having um, quite a few clients with – the C word on their right breast. And when I first met you, we were talking about how the right side relates to, it's the male energy, right? The right, Yeah, the right masculine. side is your masculine side mm-hmm. and the left side is your feminine side. Yeah, so let's break that down a little bit. You know, if people have a, a tumor or foreign protein, the C word, whatever you want to call it, on their, their right breast versus their left okay. or their left versus their right, you know, how could that be related to maybe someone in their life or something that, that got How triggered. it manifested there? Exactly, sure. yeah. Sure. So, so looking from the, the emotional aspect of it. So everything on the masculine side begins with your father. Everything on the feminine side begins with the mother. So when you're looking at the breast area, the breast is all about nurturing and nourishing. So when you, when you look at why we put a dysfunction in one of those areas or the other, Look at where your connection was with your father. Did he really give you the nourishment that you wanted or the nurturing that you needed growing up? Then start looking at your uncles and then start looking at men in your life. Look at your bosses. Look at a significant other. Look at you know any male figure that crosses your path and how they impacted you for nurturing and nourishment, Right. Are they really giving you the love? Because this also goes into the heart center, which is all about your love center. And this is where all the knowing begins too, is in that heart center. Um, some of you might call these, these centers chakras. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it, it's all about that. So when you look at the organs, because the breast is an organ, right? Mm-hmm. And so why is this organ being contaminated? 
you know, maybe you were touched at an earlier age, you know, and, and it's, it stored that memory because you knew, or you were told it was wrong. Somebody touched you in an improper way. And so now you're taking on all that old story belief and it builds in there because you feel shame, you feel guilt, you feel responsible for it. You don't know who to talk to. You don't know what to say. And so you're feeling all that guilt and all that shame and it, and it, and it starts to manifest in there and starts to materialize into a dysfunction. Right. Okay. Does that, does that make sense? Yes. You know, so, so when you get into the root cause of the emotion of it, are we going to find one emotion? Not really, because it incorporates all this other stuff that comes in from watching movies, where the emotion is, from um, being in a relationship, maybe an abusive relationship, or being envious of someone that's having a healthy relationship. Anyway, maybe you say, I had, I had the most perfect relationship with my father. He was my saving grace. So why would it be on my right side? Maybe you held your father unconsciously responsible because your mother never gave you nurturing, mm. right? Right. So that's part of the whole picture. Does it really matter where it comes from? It matters, no, that you recognized it, and now it's right. time to get rid of it. It's time to delete it. And when you can get to the root cause of the emotions, and that's some of the techniques that, that I teach and what I do. And you're going to find that in this other book that I wrote on the power formula. It really goes into the depth of all of those main emotions that are characteristic in all the different centers and also some of the organs that they're in. So which could help you understand, oh, oh, no wonder I feel dysfunctional. Oh, no wonder I have this pain. Oh, right. no wonder, right? So it's going to start opening some things up. So if you want to work with, you know, working that stuff out and essential oils are really great because they help to bring those triggers up sometimes, but right. they can also create a soothing. And once you remove the emotion from it, your body can heal physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Right. right? So it's yeah. all avenues. It's not just one space. It's not just that physical body. Right. Right. So what about other males in their life? Do you, you don't think you get... It's just the male? Or it's just the father? It's not... Well, no, it starts with the father, uh -huh. and then it moves up. It moves up, up the family chain because your father was there from birth, or maybe he wasn't, right? You know, and then it goes to your uncles, and then it goes to um, the boy next door. It goes to your sibling that maybe you had a brother. Maybe it's your cousins, you know, and then it's all the kids in school. Now you're getting into the dating game, and, you know, so it's these attractions. You know, so you might be seeking something because you have a lack of, so you want to seek it. But your thought is, you know, nobody gave me this work and I find it. And you want, you're trying to find it in all these different avenues. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not in the avenue in which you want. So you start allowing yourself, you give yourself permission, maybe to let somebody touch you in this manner, because maybe that's your distortion of, well, if I let somebody touch me like this, then I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel love. I'm going to feel nurtured. Mm -hmm. When in essence, you start to feel creepy and uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. right so now you're on this duality chain right well, what am i i, I want to feel this but it's making me feel this mm -hmm. right. right and then if there was abuse it's only going to be worse then you're going to attract to you men that are going to abuse you because that's your familiar thing mm -hmm. oh so if i allow a man to do this it's going to make me feel or i will make him feel I mean, it's just crazy what our unconscious starts talking it's mm -hmm. it's totally absurd 
And then we start to beat ourselves up and say, oh, God, I must be this really bad person. I must be this. I must be that. We start judging. We start, we start swallowing that because we don't know who to talk to. We don't know how to get it out. And we store it inside. And when you store it inside, it starts all these dysfunctioning things happening in your physical body. Right. Right. So back to talking about being a victim, you know, when we have lots of trauma, we can, we can start to feel that victim mentality. Exactly. And, you know, I know you have several techniques as an identity revelation specialist. Um, but with the essential oils specifically, that's kind of one way it seems like to unpack that trauma so that they're not feeling like a victim anymore. Right. It, it does. It, it helps that. And there are a lot of there, there are numerous ones. And then in, in the section where the elements were that I was talking about in the book, mm-hmm. you can actually go down and you can look at emotions and it's going to, it's going to have a big list of a lot of them and the oils associated with that. So you don't have to try yeah. to go through every oil. Cause there's like over 80 oils in this yeah. book, right? It's do which one's going to do for that. So you go back and you look in that section under emotion. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'm really feeling this, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, and, and then you can start using that that oil. But work with someone. Work with someone that works in energy. You know, whether it's breath work, whether it's Reiki, whether it's energy healing, whether it's meditation, uh, whether it's working with me and the stuff that I do. You know, whatever it is, mm-hmm. find someone to work with that can help you release in a, in a, in a healthy manner, these emotions, because sometimes it can get very traumatic. And the last thing you want to do when it starts to surface is to swallow and push it back down there. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You want to release that. Yeah. So people need people. They really do. I agree. I totally you know, agree. So reach out to someone that you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I did a lot of that myself at some point too, and I mean, it was just freedom—just all this stuff I didn't realize I was <laughs> carrying. But it's, when you're going through yeah. it, it doesn't taste good, does it? Sometimes no, I, I think that a lot of <laughs> stuff would come up, and I didn't realize it was just time for it to be to come right. out. But I was, and it's like, different. oh my gosh, I don't—I'm embarrassed to even think yeah. about it. Or this right. is really making—I really, really. I really thought this, I really perceived Uh it this way. It's like, Oh my gosh, this is regurgitating. Yeah. When you give yourself permission to recognize it, acknowledge it, and then let it go. Right. That's when the freedom happens and that peaceful feeling comes over you. And now, cause you moved out of being the victim and that's empowering. Right. Right. That's empowering. Yeah. But the, it all starts with recognition and right. the essential oils can, can set that trigger for recognition. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's so beautiful how we have this connection with nature. And, um, you know, I uh-huh. think a lot of times everything gets segregated, you know, people talk about the spiritual <laughs> stuff, people talk right. about the physical stuff, people talk about, you know, it's all energy or it's all one thing, but in my opinion, I think we need to recognize it all. And the right. uh, missing link, I think that uh, the more I study is we need to have that connection with nature and essential oils are, are from right. nature. Um, even just getting in nature and deep breathing the, the, um, the air. Exactly. Exactly. The ground. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and once we actually get grounded, then how that can bring up emotions that need to come out as well. Too, right. In a healthy way that can in a, be in a very healthy way. You know, yeah. you, when, when you go out for a walk in nature, don't you feel good? I mean, don't right. you just feel better after you've gone around nature? Because nature is in perfect harmony. Mm-hmm. And when we as humans, right, do something 
that creates uh, the ecosystem from being upside down, nature finds a way to put itself back into harmony, uh -huh. whether it's a forest fire or regardless, right? right? It goes back into harmony. When we look at our body and the things that we do to it, to move it out of harmony, what can we do to put it back into harmony? Yeah. And so nature, when you go out into nature, if you start listening to the sounds of nature, because sounds are healing, when you go out there and you smell nature, the tree smells different, the leaf smells different, the, the ground smells different, the leaves that are on the ground going back into fertilizer have a different smell, the air smells different, the flowers all smell different. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, okay. Are we still there? Yeah, we're still. So we'll like have you. to just edit that. Okay, <laughs> it's like you were jerking a little bit. So it's like, oh, did I lose it? But does that make sense? So when you're out right. there in nature and how you can really incorporate nature into harmony. And when when you take an oil, so let's just take you, you take four or five single oils and you want to create a personal blend. Mm -hmm. And you want to have that feeling of nature, of that harmony of nature in your oils. And so the art of smelling, how you smell an oil, you smell with one nostril, you smell with the other, and then you bring them together. And then you take a second oil and you do the same thing. And then if you put those two oils together, you do that same thing because your brain is exposed right here. It's called the amygdala. Or, yeah. No. It, but it's your smeller right here. I, I just drew a blank on that. But it smells right here. It's going to either clash and go, oh, these don't smell good together at all. Or they're going to say, oh, these smell really good. Mm -hmm. Just like being in nature. You can walk through a forest fire where it's been, where things have been burnt, but you're going to have that feeling of still harmony because right. of all the other surroundings, right? So that's what you want to do with your oil. So the art of smelling is something that you really need to use when you're creating your own blend. That's part of the blending process. And that's one thing that uh, so many people have no clue. So, so the book, again, Essential Oils Made Easy, are going to show you exactly how to blend and how to, how to smell the oils. So in that section back here, it's going to tell you exactly how to smell them, how to use your muscle testing, yeah. how to test, how right. to feel your intuition. And if you don't have that intuition developed just from the smelling, you're going to know whether it's offensive mm -hmm. or it's in balance. And when yeah. you start putting the oils together that way, now they're going to do what? Now they're all happy, you know? And when everybody's happy, everybody feels good. So when you use that blend, you're going to feel good. So nature can teach you a lot about that. So incorporating and really feel nature, bring it back into your, whatever it is that you're doing, whether you're working with emotions, whether you're doing energy work, whether you're working with essential oils, or whether you're incorporating all of them together. Because the more modalities you bring together, the greater your 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 healing is going to be right I totally and that's agree. yeah mm -hmm. and and you know so you're responsible for that educate yourself that's what this program is all about is giving you some food for thought mm -hmm. and how you can really be responsible for this vessel you're walking around in mm -hmm. this mind that you can put to use yeah. right and really know your physical, emotional, spiritual, you know, bodies, all of them. Right. They all yes. work together. Mm -hmm. You're all of them. You're exactly. not segmented.
Exactly. You know, you, you talked about how we separate things. Right. Uh, look, at, look at the vitamin industry. Okay. Well, we have to have vitamin C over here and vitamin A over here and vitamin B over here and vitamin this over there, right? So we pull it out of everything and we say, oh, well, vitamin A does this, so we have to overdose on it, so we get it. Vitamin C does this, so we have to overdose on it, so we get it, right? Well, wait a minute. The plant was in harmony. It had everything in it that it needed. Why are you taking it apart? Mm-hmm. Right. So you have everything here that you need and your intuition, which is the spirit, the soul essence of who you are. Your mind is your soul talking directly to God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So why are you trying to separate them? Why are you trying to say, oh, well, I have to develop this or I have to. Well, I'm not good enough to have this. Seriously. All these are all there right now. It's how yeah. you choose to use them. Be the whole yeah. plant or be a section of it. Right. right. Well, you know, um, do you think toxins in the environment are also um, blocking that intuition for people? Well, you know, it can because your, your brain is being fed by what you put in here, right? And again, your thoughts feed everything and how your body responds to that. So if your body's not breaking the food down properly because of some of the built-up negative thoughts that have created dysfunction in the body, you know, you're taking that into it, you know, so you got inflammation. Um, maybe you're not getting, a, you know, the, the right amount of nutrients up here because your body's not breaking, breaking the food apart. And again, we don't have the nutrition in the food that we once did anymore. And all the processing things of the food, it's crazy. So we have to supplement, right? right. So we need to supplement in balance though, right? We need to really know what, what our body needs and our body needs all of it. How can we get it all in there? without spending millions of dollars, you know, and having a whole cabinet full that we're taking hundreds of pills a day. Right. <laughs> so it's finding that, finding that, 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 that medium. Right. Right. And so when, when you look at that way, you need to, you know, get back on track as to what, what are your thoughts? Cause they play a role. Right. Right. What is my body intake? What am I putting in? If you put in a lot of sugar, you put in a lot of carbs, you put in a lot of processed foods that have harsh chemicals that are, are destructive to the body, it's going to break those cells down, you know, and then it's going to trigger different neurons and different things in the brain mm-hmm. to send messages out, you know. So if you're addicted to something, if you're addicted to food, to sugar, if you're addicted to alcohol, if you're di- addicted to any kind of drugs, if you're addicted to whatever you're addicted to you might be addicted to negative thinking, right? Mm-hmm. You're addicted to watching the news. What is that? Right. What does that do? It only triggers all that nasty stuff that's already there. Yeah. So all of these things play a big role and that's what triggers the brain. So yes. Can your body make itself uncomfortable and dysfunctional? You bet. Because that's what's being triggered in that brain. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so, I, so I your toxins. Explain. Yeah. I was just going to say, I always explain to clients, it's like, I don't, sometimes we don't know what comes first, the chicken or the egg type of thing. Where yeah, exactly. was it that you had a toxic gut and now your brain is thinking badly or your brain was thinking <laughs> badly and now you have a toxic gut or other parts of your body. Right. But nonetheless, though, I, I firmly believe exactly what you said. We have to look at each part and see where is the root, uh, where is the toxic. Right toxic area in in that so if it's thoughts maybe there's negative thoughts if it's uh physical maybe there's toxic (laughs) water you're drinking or in the the food or that's the wrong food if it's spiritual maybe we don't understand that there's a god that loves you you know so you know there's all these different roots and i think a a really good practitioner is going to be 
have trying to keep alert of okay well this part is really strong or this part or this thing is popping out and and looking at all those different areas instead of just being like okay well exactly <laughs> let me get yeah. something out uh, what, what, you you touched on something when you said you know you know your practitioner right it's like sometimes like i said people need people right and you're a specialist in your area and there's a lot of modalities out there even the medical field right they're all a different modality and if you look at these people that are experts in their field, if you look at them as someone that are not going to tell you what to do, but why we're here is how can we serve you? So we're going to see something that's dysfunctional in you and what you do with it then is, is up to you. So we are only going to help inspire you and have you help, help you direct you and educate you to where you can go back and say, okay, let me check this out inside of me, right? So mm -hmm. we're basically just teachers right? that are going to help means. guide you. Yeah, that yeah, are going to help means. guide you to what caused it in the first place. Not put Band-Aids on. Right. It's not about Band-Aiding it. You know, so if you take a drug that Band-Aids it, what happens? It's a synthetic, so it's going to cause something else to run dysfunction. Then you're going to have to take another Band-Aid for that dysfunction and then another Band-Aid for this dysfunction. Another mm -hmm. Wow, pretty soon you have this whole cupboard full of what? Band-Aids. Right. And that's right? in the physical stuff. In the emotional stuff, we could do the same thing and put Band-Aids on it. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> a Band-Aid in the emotional field is a justification. Because mm -hmm. we have to make ourselves right. Oh, we have to accept. Okay, I didn't do this because. So then you justify that. Or I did this and then, oh man, I really screwed up. How can I make it so I don't feel so guilty? Or, you know. So these are our band aids. Justification is a huge right. band aid. Right. Denial is a huge band aid. Right? Yeah. Because it doesn't look good. It doesn't taste good. It doesn't smell good. Mm -hmm. But it's there. Yeah. So if you can move yeah. through it. Right. Yeah, I really do believe that healing in any area of our life, we, it's like looking into a mirror and <laughs> you're like, where's the little flaws, you know? <laughs> if only we could do that by putting it down our throat and looking around. Right. Body, right? Yeah. And you know what? And I'm sure um, it will come to my mind later, like, oh, that's what that is. You know, maybe right. like Zyto, it's like, you put your yeah. hand on this thing for uh, and there five is. minutes and all of a sudden you're getting this lineup of, okay, well, this is off, this is off. And I don't, we'll do your Zyto scan one day. I'll let you, I'll, I'll have you come in and you can yeah, see I all would, your I emotions. Yeah. <laughs> that that would there. be awesome. That would totally be awesome. Right. I have, yeah. I, have, I, have yeah, I did an the body scan that kind of reads things too. It's kind right. of like that mirror inside, but it, it, it's not so much just the emotional stuff. It's the physical things, you know, too. And it, it's fun. Right. You know, so this technology is great. Yeah. Well, you know? the Zyto that I have, it, it shows the emotions. And I I, 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 I definitely want that. I, <laughs> right? I, I would love to have that. <laughs> because, so, you know, that's something that, that you can use, especially if you're working in a line of emotions, right? Right. So, so sometimes the see, touch, say, smell, people need to see. That Zyto machine, it sounds like, oh. All you got to do is put your hand on here and say, oh, well, see, these are some of the emotions yeah. we recognize and let's see what they're attached to. Right? Yeah. I, I, that's amazing. Yeah. Well, and you know what? It's accurate. I, I um, you know, it looks, 
kind of like a, a space age type of device or a big giant size mouse. I wish I had it with <laughs> to show you, but you can Google it afterwards. But actually I did an experiment and I've seen this across the board with several clients where they're like, mm -hmm. I'm feeling like that. Sometimes people don't quite recognize that maybe emotion that might be. Well, I, that's the, the band-aid of denial, right? Well, there's the that. Yeah. Of denial. <laughs> or, or my theory also is it could be something surrounding them that they're absorbing and they don't yeah. realize it either. But the other side of it is, are you there? Oh, I lost you again. Are you? Yes. Okay. So the other side of it is, um, I, I did, a, I did an experiment the other day and I had no idea my emotions will go up and down based on life experiences <laughs> that I was reacting to. Right. I had no idea all this stuff would unfold, but right. uh, it probably was just so that I can reveal this message. <laughs> but so yeah. I, I was doing my scan all throughout the day to see kind of how it might change. And the one thing that I, the really strong thing I really noticed was, um, my emotions. I would feel yeah. an emotion, like maybe sadness or anger or blame. And all of a sudden I did the scan and it showed up. I did it three times and it was so <laughs> dead on accurate. Oh my god! I had another client that um, she did the scan and she was like, "Oh my god, nobody knew I was sad except for this machine." <laughs> I totally believe in that machine. <laughs> so, and then it will it will show you the essential oils underneath that you need to balance the emotions as well. So, you know, it takes out some of the intuitive part of it, but you know, right. for those of us that want to, well, you know, and here. and in a lot of, in a lot of instances, people need to. They need to see it, you know, right. it's like, okay, it's this machine that says this, so it must be right because they don't trust their own intuition, their own feelings, right? right? So it's that outside, it's that outside thing that's going to do that. Yeah. So that, so in, 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 in essence, it's really kind of great that we have that type of technology and we can actually do that. Yeah, well, right. And, and like I was saying before, how toxins can really cloud our intuition. Oh my and goodness. And traumas, you know, emotional stuff going on too. Mm -hmm can really just block it. So I, I think that as we um, heal on any level, spiritually, emotionally, physically, that intuition can become more loud, I think. Uh, it will. It, it will. Yeah. And, and it's, it's developing the listening skill set to pay attention, to really pay right. attention to that. And, and I think, too, the, the better you start feeling, the more, the more emotional things that you can release. Mm -hmm. Now you're staying over here in that empowerment versus the victim, right. right? So the further you can get from the victim and the victim is actually one of your lower energy centers, right? It's, it's that sacral center, uh -huh. which is, is around where your large intestine and all that is just below the, the navel, uh -huh. right? And that's where all that stuff is stored. The victim is stored right there, mm -hmm. right? So you want to work out of those three lower, these, those three lower energy centers and get to the heart center because the heart is the truth. Here's where you don't want to speak the truth or you haven't been allowed to speak the truth and you swallow. And the more you swallow, the deeper it goes because when it leaves the heart center, it goes into the martyr center. When it leaves the martyr center, it goes into the victim center. When it leaves the victim center, it goes into the survival center. Mm. And when you're in the survival, you're in fight or flight. And depending on how fast you're running away from yourself, you're never going to get there. Or if you're fighting forever and ever and ever, and then it's like checkout time. Right. So that's, 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 that's kind of the segue of how it is. So you want to move out of that victim and get up into that empowerment and your heart center can take you to that empowerment.
So the heart has, stores the emotion of truth. Is that what you're trying to say? The, yeah. When you're coming out of the heart, because the heart is your feeling center and the mind is the knowing center, right? And when you can function from your heart, you're functioning in truth. And the truth isn't always pretty because we, we, we've blamed ourselves. We've, we've created this distortion, this destructive matter, you know, to make ourselves look bad because we play the victim, we play the martyr, right? Mm -hmm. But when you can really take a look and recognize that, you know, this is the truth and, and I'm tired of leaving it, living in denial. I don't want to live the lie anymore. I want to live this truth. But the lie hurts so much. How can I make the lie get better and go away? And that's when it comes to people like you in your field, people in any of the healing fields, you know, whether it's, whether it's what you do on your avenue, whether it's doing Reiki, Qigong, um, energy work, massage, breath work, the identity work that I do, it doesn't matter. Find someone that you relate to right. to keep you in the truth and eliminate right. the destruction because it's distorted. It's your justification, yeah. old story, right? Yeah. So I'm sure then you'll probably see if people are not living in truth, then their heart could be messed up. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Mm -hmm. yeah. You betcha. Yeah. So, you know, the last thing I wanted to talk about, um, you like to talk about living the life of a martyr, the victim, and the survivor, which we've touched on. Right. Um, victim and a bit of probably the survivor mode, but what about the martyr? I mean, I think as a health practitioner, there's always a reason why <laughs> we get into this field, right? <laughs> and yes, there is. I'm sure yes, there's there a lot of us that are martyrs and you know, we're just, right. we want so much for others to be healed because we know how it hurts to be, how we, we know how it feels to not be healed and hurt and all that kind of stuff. Right. And so I'm sure there's a bunch of us that are running around that still need their own type of healing and, and maybe try to place uh, fulfill the role as a martyr and, you know, in, in that sense. So I don't yeah. know if that was well, a the, question, but how about you expand on that? <laughs> okay. Well, the martyr. Okay. Everybody said, well, but what is a martyr, right? The martyr is someone who has to always be right. And they want to be in control of, and nobody can do it as good as me. And why am I the one that always has to do it? Well, you always have to do it because nobody can do it better than you. So you see this crazy circle, right? But you stay in that martyr role. Why? Because then you would have to face the truth of yourself. So the martyr is where the first place goes. So when you swallow here from the heart and move out of that truth, the martyr is the first band-aid. So if I'm busy helping everybody else get out of their martyrdom, right? So if I'm helping everybody else, I don't have to help myself. So mm -hmm. I don't have to look at my ugly truth, right? right? I don't have to look at my lie that I created because I'm out here doing all these good things. So, so we, as, we as people that get in our profession have to look at where this comes from. What's your why? So if you felt that you played the martyr role, so now your way of helping other people, I don't have to help me because I'm going to be busy helping everybody else. I'm going to put on this machine and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that, right? right. So now you're out there doing what you want to do because you can help everybody else mm -hmm. take your own medicine and start helping yourself. Yeah. And this is what I had to do. You know, I was living right. in, I was a victim. Oh, let me tell you, I martyr, not so much victim. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Oh yeah. And so I, you know, it was clearing those emotions and stuff out of there and really coming into the ugly truth in my heart. Mm -hmm. right? right. And, and empower myself. So that's why I do that, you know, because I had no identity. The victim has no identity. 
right? right? The martyr is losing identity. Mm-hmm. So they all play with that. When you're not coming from the heart, you really don't have a true identity. So working that together. So when you talk about the martyr, the martyr needs to step forward and say, you know what? I need to start helping myself like I'm helping others. I need to really take time for me. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like, you know, yeah, I do have some of these ugly band-aids I put on too. And yeah. you know what? Somebody else can do it just as good as me. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. I'm not responsible for everybody else's problems. Right. You know, and they, and they really feel, someone that's a martyr really feels the pain of somebody else. Right. They feel their emotional pain because they just left it. Mm. And so it's real familiar. Let me help you. Let me help you. Let me, let me do it for you. Let me do it for you. Oh, here, I have this can do this for you, you know? And so what, and it's understanding what those roles are and they're easy to play, but so many people will jump from martyr, victim, martyr, victim, martyr, victim. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then they jump into survival because they're done. They're either going to fight or flight. Right. Yeah. Right. They're tired. They're like, I've tried to help so many people and they're not getting done. Yeah. 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 I think that's it. It's uh, when they're in that martyr, martyr victim back and forth type of thing. Yeah. I've seen it. I've seen it with several people where it's like, oh my gosh, I, you know, I do all of this stuff for people and I don't get anything in return. And you know, and then they're frustrated. (laughs) Now I don't get anything returned. Poor little me. So what I did is I reached out from my heart well, I had my heart down here in my solar plexus and I had strings attached to it. So, well, I'm doing this for you. You owe me, right? So the martyr is looking to get something in return because there's strings attached. When you come from the heart, there's no strings attached. It's unconditional. Right, right. So there's, that's a big yeah. difference. You yeah, know, so... so- I think a good way to sum this up, it, you know, the healthier that we are in our mind, our body and our spirit, we, we are able to operate out of a place from our heart and right. you know, be able to hear God and, and, and just give from a, a place of love or and without anything, no strings attached right. <laughs> and <without laughs> anything return. Right. And right. It, right. You know, and we, we talked a lot about essential oils and that's uh, those are really powerful tools if used in right, used right. Right. Oh, and exactly. They, they are. help unleash <laughs> a lot of those toxins whether they're in the mind the body or the spirit realm (laughs) exactly it it hits every avenue it really does yeah Yeah. so um you know why don't we go ahead and tell us where the listeners can find you your books uh, any social media sites that you have well one great way to connect with me is if you type in identity i-d-e-n-t-i-t-y and then text it over to two six seven eight six two six seven eight six and just type in the word identity and it's not sensitive case sensitive at all and that will get you into a position where if you want to have a consultation with me you can um if you if you want to get any of my books um it's it's beverly z b-e-v-e-r-l-y the letter z um dot studio and then forward slash the power formula special that'll get you a discounted on the power formula book. If you want the um, essential oil book, it's the same Beverly Z dot studio forward slash essential oils made easy. Um, If you want both books, I've got a discounted price on that just for our audience for listening today is Beverly Z dot studio book combo forward slash book combo. 
right? And we'll put these up in the um, the show in, in those lines and stuff too, so that that they're there. Um, but if you want to get make contact with me immediately, just type in identity and send it over to two six seven eight six. Okay, great. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Thank you so much. I I feel like me and you could just talk all day. Oh my gosh, we could be here all day. That's right. That's right. I know I can just pick your so brain. I pick your brain about what's in that book. I'll have to get those books <laughs> myself too. I I didn't realize the the wealth of knowledge that's in the, those books. I mean, I'm you know you just don't know until you you talk to the writer, right? <laughs> that, well, you know sometimes that's true. That's very true. Yeah. So anyway, well, thank you so much, Beverly, for coming on the show, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Well, you know what? I'm in the same city, so we're definitely going right. to connect. And thank you so much for this opportunity. It, it was great. I, I enjoyed it, and I I enjoy your company no matter where it is. So thank you so much again, Jacqueline. And um, I really look forward to just seeing you over a cup of coffee or a veggie burger or something, right? <laughs> so many essential oils. <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah, on that. What's that machine you called it? The Zyto. Yes, I'll bring no, the Zyto. Okay, we're going to have a Zyto <laughs> effect. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. And if any of you are interested in learning more about having a consultation with me to discover what is at the root of your health and fitness challenges so you can live the best life that you can live and fulfill your callings and purpose in life, please visit thewellnesstrinity.com to learn more about our in-office and distant consultations. Oh,